Hi friends, I'm Veronica, and this is All of the Things podcast, where we are going to be discussing, you guessed it, all of the things on a mission to deepen our relationship with ourselves, finding our own individual truths and our own individual paths, and the courage and freedom to walk that. Thank you for joining me, and let's go. Hi friends, thank you for joining me. I wanted to jump in today and talk a little bit about the mind, managing the mind, the conversations that we have, recognizing the self-sabotage, recognizing the way that we speak to ourselves and the ideas of failure and how to shift out of that and move towards where we want to be. So coming into the beginning of this new year. I don't know if people have been setting uh, New Year's resolutions this year so much as in the past because we're just sort of like keeping our heads above water still and not really sure what's coming at us and, 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 and. But I'm sure there are like some people out there or it doesn't even have to have been a New Year's resolution, just something that you're trying to do, whether it's trying to be, I don't know. One of my things is I'm trying to meditate and journal more regularly. So even though I bang on about it all the time, I don't always do it. And the reason I do bang on about it all the time is because I know what a difference it makes because I feel the difference when I don't do it. And I haven't been doing it. And it's something that I kept saying, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And like, you know, coming into the new year always seems like a perfect fresh start line in the sand where I'm like, all right, I'm doing it. And then, you know, things happened and this is something that I want to put out there too like it takes time to form habits and to change and to develop and we don't give ourselves that time I think it's bizarre that we have this expectation you know like imagine I started gardening not particularly well but nonetheless this is another one of the things that I'm trying to do and you know I don't plant the seed and then expect, well, I kind of do because it is my nature, but you know, you don't plant the seed and then expect the next day to have fruit or flowers. Like it takes time. The seed needs to root and then you need to water it and take care of it and look after it. And you know, it's not just sort of like, okay, I want to do this thing. I thought it and I've planted the seed and now where is, where are my results? It is a continuous participation. So me in this garden, I've just realized this is actually a really good metaphor in the sense that like I have to continually tend to and it's it's not a one-time thing even after the like it's just it's an, it's a continuation, it's a relationship. So when you have set this intention or this goal or this idea that you want to shift, imagine yourself coming into relationship with this outcome and that it is a long game I think that we're playing across the board full stop. I think a lot of times we set ideas and intentions for things because we think that it's going to create some sort of instant gratification that we are also desperately looking for you know all of the time especially maybe now during these really challenging times and so the idea that I was just going to start meditating and feeling instantly better and you know it takes time even though I have this practice and I have been doing it for like you know close to like a decade I when I'm not doing it regularly, even for a couple days, I need to get back into it and it's challenging again. And I sit down and it's just like, uh, 
a thunderstorm of thoughts and emotions and feelings and and I go off into like it really takes time and so what I noticed was I'm sitting there in my meditation and actually doing it after a couple days of not doing it and I have all these thoughts about oh you haven't been meditating you said you were going to meditate and you haven't and now you're you know you didn't do so many days and you only did this day and then I all of a sudden I was just like what is even happening right now what is even happening right now? Why am I having this conversation with myself while I'm actually doing the thing? And it reminded me of in the book, The Untethered Soul, which I highly recommend. It is, it was challenging for me to read. Two reasons. I think just the way that it's written is I find kind of like drony in the beginning like sort of like Eckhart Tolle like I find while while I find what he says to be bang on maybe it's because I've actually heard him speak and god love him like he speaks with the peacefulness and um, cadence of someone who's just so chill beyond words but so it sort of it, it sort of reads snoozy that's what I thought also I thought it was really fucking annoying because it's just always seemingly so simple, like stop listening to your stupid mind and manage it. And it's like, well, it's not that simple. And it's not actually. And no one is, no one is saying, well, maybe if some people are saying it, they're wrong. I'm telling you right now that it is really, really hard to rewire and reprogram and work on your own mind. And it's worth it. Like it is absolutely worth it. But it is really, really challenging. And then depending on the level of experience that you've had in your life, the trauma, the whatever has gone on, like it, it becomes so layered in terms of like the challenge. I think it's super, super important, but like you just have to give all of the fucks about this one thing and then you will have no fucks left to give about all of the things that you shouldn't care about anyway like other people's thoughts opinions feelings etc it's amazing to me how much time and effort we spend trying to change what other people think of us rather than just working on our own mindset and how we feel and what we think of ourselves and our own judgments because everything else is just a reflection of that like I have realized in the past and ongoing see it's not something that you fix one time and then it's just done. Like you have to continually work on it and tend to this garden that is your mind forever and ever. And the same thing with your body. I mean, if you you can't just start eating healthy for a little bit, working out for a little bit, get to that place and then be like, all right, I've, I've arrived and I'm done. I'm going to go back to whatever. It is a relationship that you have to agree to be in and to continually check in with and see what's working and, and, and. So If you can do that, it is the most beautiful thing. And so here is where the managing of the mind comes into play with all of the other things that you want to do. We have this little self-sabotage voice. And in the book, The Untethered Soul, he talks about it as if like he mentioned something like, if that was like your roommate or your friend, would you still be friends with that person? And I was like, heck no, I would not be friends with that person. Like imagine you had decided that you were going to eat really healthy and you want to eat healthier and I think it's always important to just make your goals about adding in more of what you want rather than like cutting out or, I mean, if you need to fully cut things out, like if you need to get sober or something, that's a different story. But 
otherwise I think it's really important to like just add in healthy behavior rather than just trying to cut out cold turkey all of the really bad behavior because that can sometimes be so extreme that we kind of set ourselves up for failure or at the very least give yourself space that if you don't completely go cold turkey and if you slip back in that it's not an all or nothing situation that you can decide to go again and go again and go again and go again until you get it right so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking yeah absolutely not so imagine that you say okay I'm going to try and eat healthier and you've just prepared yourself this really really healthy meal and you're sitting down to eat it and then your roommate or your friend or whomever is sitting beside you and being like remember yesterday when you ate that cookie Remember the day before when you had that brownie? Remember the day before when all you had was like toast and cereal? You're not really eating that healthy. Like, I know you're doing it right now, but like, do you really think this is sustainable because you've not done it in the past? Like, get fucked, right? Like, who who wants to hang out with that person? And while you can't control that person in general and what they're going to say and do, you can choose not to hang out with them. Now, when it comes to your mind, you actually can control it. You can be like, I am not going to have that thought. I am not going to give, I'm not going to give space to that thought. I'm not going to hang out with that thought. I'm not going to be friends with that thought. And so then just shifting back into, I'm, you know, doing it now. And it's another thing I thought about is how quick we are to judge ourselves and point out our failures and feel like a failure but the reverse is not necessarily true like if you do something so if I meditate for five days and then one day I forget I'm very quick to be like oh I didn't meditate today and feel like shit and have this whole story around it but every day that I do meditate I'm not sitting there being like I'm the best I meditated today so great I'm on this really great hot streak I'm doing it I'm doing it but the second you stop doing it you're like I'm a failure isn't that interesting? And I can't believe that I would be the only one having this experience. And so I'm sitting there in meditation. I have this thought and I was like, ha ha ha. No, no, no. We're not friends. Remember, we have decided to go our separate ways. Uh, I wish you well on your endeavors, but I am not here for this conversation. And the practice of mindfulness, the practice of journaling and recognizing and being able to separate myself from that chatter, it's kind of hard to conceptualize maybe or to understand at first, but now it makes perfect sense to me that there are, there is this sort of voice that is me but not me. So this voice that is in my head is not, like I... I definitely can very easily differentiate between my truth and my chatter. And my chatter is a culmination of experiences, external information, other people's shit, fears, worries, you know, all of that. And so that is its own entity that lives inside of me and that is expressed through my thoughts and sometimes my external words and actions, etc. But I have an inner sort of truth, knowing whatnot that I, through meditation and journaling, have been able to sort of tap into and separate and divide and go, oh, this is what's true for me. And that is just bullshit. And 
when I'm not in a, a, a more consistent relationship with myself and, you know, practicing meditation, journaling, all of those things that work for me, that other person really starts to take control and you don't realize, you really don't realize how subtle and how constant this tape, this narrative, this other, you know, fictional voice is playing in your head and running commentary, like legitimately running commentary nonstop. And like just quiet, subtly, just like sort of like being like, you're a failure. You suck. That person doesn't really like you. You've probably got something in your teeth. You smell weird. You're, the way you look is not acceptable. There's something wrong with you. You need to change. You're not worthy. You're unlovable. Like so subtle <laughs> all the time. Sneaky, sneaky. So being able to then recognize that sitting in that moment and just being like, Ew, get out of here. And just knowing and then not letting that take over. And so I just got back into med- meditation and I came out and did a little bit of a journal. I, I acknowledged that that sort of situation happened and... It also happens throughout the day. Sometimes I just get these blasts of, oh, you didn't meditate today. Now you're not going to meditate, blah, 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 blah. Here's what I'm going to tell you works for me also in those moments. So whatever it is that you're trying to do, whatever habit or change that you're trying to make or create, when you have a moment where you're like, oh, I'm not doing the thing or I haven't done the thing or I don't have time to do the thing and now I'm going to fuck it up and now I'm not going to do it and now it's over and I'm just going to, I might as well just, Pack it in, right? Take a couple deep breaths. Just take a couple conscious deep breaths. Get back into your body. Get out of that headspace that doesn't actually belong to you. And sink back into your body. Sink back into a couple deep breaths. Have a glass of water or a sip of water. If that's available to you, I suggest you always have some water around. I actually am kicking myself because I don't have water with me right now. And just get back to it. Even if it doesn't mean getting back to the thing. Because I guarantee you a couple of deep breaths, stepping out of that headspace. Another thing I try to like imagine is like that that is like a room. Yeah, that's a room of, again, other that is packed full of trauma and experiences and fear and stuff that happened to me and like little tiny stories where I did something, you know, bold or big and was criticized or judged when I was younger and that's in the room and media and their opinion of what is right and perfect and social media and all of this, this room is just jam packed, like hoarder style to the tits full of all of this other stuff. And that room is not true. And so what I just imagine myself sometimes doing is stepping out of the room and shutting the door. And then I'm back in this new open space windows everywhere, you know, just open, vast space of anything is possible back into myself and then just get on with whatever it is that you're doing. Like you don't have to then shift 
drastically. Like I'm not saying like just be like, right, I'm going to do like a hundred squats right now or I'm going to journal. I'm going to sit right now and meditate. Like that's not always available and that's okay. doesn't mean that you have to jump right back on, but what you're doing is you're not putting yourself further away from your goal, which is mentally. Like so much of it is mental. So much of what we achieve in life and what we can do is mental. Like you look at athletes and stuff like that, like so much of their game is mental. And so with that in mind, do not underestimate the power and the effects of taking literally seconds to manage your mind in that moment. When you start thinking about how you failed or how you haven't done the thing, take a moment and just back up out of that room. That's all you got to do and shut the door. And you will find yourself in that. Sometimes I'm like, how the fuck did I even get in this room? How did I get here? But it is just a um, autopilot. It's an autopilot reaction because we have just been shoved into or willingly gone into that room so many times that we just end up there sometimes and we're like, whoa, I'm here again. And it's as simple and difficult all at the same time as closing that door. I also sometimes when I get old stories, I've mentioned it before, like I recognize that it's an old story and I just imagine myself shutting a book and putting the book back on the bookshelf. But lately I've realized that sometimes it's not just one specific story. It's just like this, like I said, this accumulation of random shit that I've picked up along the way. None of which is true. None of which belongs to me. None of which serves me. And so I back the fuck out of that room and I just get on with whatever I'm in. And it is definitely things like sitting down in meditation and journaling and maybe seeing a psychologist or maybe doing even uh, deeper work on your mind that is super, super important. But I think once you have a good foundation and even as you're building that foundation, it has always been for me those just those subtle moments, those shifts, those little tiny moments where I said, nah, That's a choice. And that's a choice that you should choose to uh, be very, very proud of. Like, I think we don't give ourselves enough credit because as I said, it's really, really challenging and it is really difficult to change your mind and your perception and your thoughts and to reprogram that whole situation. So to to make that step out of that room, like that's a, that's a big step. And that is something that you should be really, really proud of. And that is a step in the right direction. So I'm offering that up to you. And I think no matter what, again, no matter what it is that your goals are, mindset is so key. And so stepping away from that failure, shitty friend, bad coach mindset into it doesn't even have to be the opposite. Like you don't have to go gung ho into the opposite. Just take a breath. Take a couple breaths, step out of that room. If you've got water, take a sip of water and just keep on trucking along. We're going to get through this all. And by this all, I mean all of it, this whole life, this whole beautiful life. And it's not just about getting through, but we can really thrive and enjoy it. And um, that's it. Happy, happy days. I'll talk to you soon.
Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and joining me here. If you want to connect further, you can find me on Instagram at Veronica Lee Drayton and shoot me a DM. Let me know what you thought of this episode or what you want to hear in the future or just send me a really funny meme because I'm always here for that. Thanks so much. See you next time.